Good morning, and welcome to a surprise bonus Remember the Film episode-ish thing where we are hearing Hugo's thoughts about the new Uncharted movie from Sony. Uh, the movie released in Europe earlier this weekend. And uh, even, Hang on, sorry. I don't, I don't even think it's Europe, because I know it is releasing in Italy next week, the same release as the US. Oh, okay. I think it just came out in the UK on the 11th for some reason. Tom Holland sure. pulling strings, getting it out Maybe. In, in England a little early. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's what we're discussing. Could be a reason. We are going to discuss Uncharted, uh, spoiler-free entirely, uh, because as we just established, it hasn't released in the rest of the world yet. But we're going to dive in with a little bit of questions for Hugo. Let's get, kick it off with a very simple question. Hugo, what did you think of the Uncharted movie? I thought it was a really good time. I went to, I went to see it uh, in IMAX. Uh, it looked pretty good. It, it was fun. Like It was a fun, lighthearted action story. Um, very much in the vein of the Uncharted stories. Like I think they... Um, kind of managed to represent that kind of story very well on screen. I don't know how much someone who isn't into the Uncharted games would get out of this, because it, it's, it, I mean, it is a very by-the-numbers, simple adventure story. Oh, we have to follow a map and find clues and, and, you know, discover little secrets. So it's not, there's nothing innovative about it. There's nothing particularly, you know, uh, smart or, or different about it, but... It, it's fun, and I think for especially for fans of the game, um, of the games, it, it'll be you know fun fun little movie to to watch. Definitely worth a watch if you're a fan of the game. I think. But it it is a genre that is very accessible, yeah. uh, and the kind of thing that most people probably aren't expecting an extremely deep yeah. story to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so in that regard, you think it, it kind of it hits the mark. I think so. I think. I've seen a lot of reviews being quite harsh on it, um, but I don't know. I think I think it's okay to have good seven out of ten movies sometimes that are just you know meant to be fun and and not trying to be anything special. Um, I don't know. I, I think sometimes uh, reviewers can be a bit too harsh with these movies that you know that aren't. I think a lot of the time movie critics kind of fall into this thing. Oh, if you're doing something that isn't innovative, then you're just using IP to make a fun movie, but I don't think there's anything wrong with using IP to make a fun movie. And I think the movie is fun, which is what it has to be. Um, compared, to, like, compared to the video games, I'm personally more of a fan of Uncharted 4. Just because I think by Uncharted 4 you have more of a relationship to these characters and you can give them more emotional depth. And I think the movie falls more into the Uncharted 1 to 3 uh, range where it's kind of more of a self-contained story at a little and, more uh, surface level uh, a little more surf surface level but like it's it's fun and i had a really good time i was smiling the whole way through there were, there were fun moments where they you know play with uh, things from the games uh little easter eggs or like you know even the way they put the camera sometimes it's kind of like uh, like the over the shoulder yeah they're, they're, they're doing some in, not necessarily over the shoulder, but they're doing some cheeky things that you'll, you, you, if you've played the game, you're like, oh yeah, they, they do that in the game, um, and that was fun. Uh, I don't know. You know how sometimes a movie is just pretty good but not amazing, and yeah. people say, oh, it's terrible. It's the worst thing that ever happened. And yeah, that happens with a lot of movies. I can think of a yeah. few Star Wars movies where that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's yeah, been I completely the case. agree. Where a lot of movies are like, this, this is good. I mean, it doesn't have to be the best movie of all time every time. 
it's good. I had fun. So you are a fan of the Uncharted franchise, correct? Yes, I've played all of them. Uh, so uh, well, I haven't didn't play the Vita one, but okay. I played all the other ones. So I I have I didn't beat the Vita one, and I I, I haven't finished Uncharted four either. But I, I did play. Oh my God. I did play one through three. You have to you have to play Uncharted four on PS five now. I was playing it with good. I was playing it with uh, my old roommate. Like we were like mm-hmm. you know, every time we died we trade off and, and oh that's the best way to play Uncharted and uh, uh, unfortunately uh, he moved out before we finished it so <laughs> oh. so then I was like oh he'll come back and we'll, we'll we'll play it and it hasn't happened but so I should just go back and finish it regardless yeah uh, I'm a fan of the franchise as well and I know that there's some questions that a lot of people are you know really anxious about so I'll ask the first mm-hmm. one that uh, a friend of mine who happens to be in our chat right now uh, asks. Uh, is Tom Holland too young to be Nathan Drake after having seen no. this movie? I, d- I don't think so at all. Like it's, it's a first adventure. It, it, like it's, uh, he's older than the flashbacks in Uncharted three and he's younger than Uncharted one. So it's kind of like the first time he went on an adventure with Sully. And yeah. I think it kind of fit. Like, I think it's interesting. The movie, the movie does this thing where it's not canon, like it's not the same canon because some things are kind it, of. It can't be uh, right because we see in the flashbacks he's much younger when he first meets Sully than he is in this movie. Yes, it's true, but it it's kind of kind of could be like it's it's not exactly because we have seen when he meets Sully and that's the only thing that the movie actually breaks canon, so it's definitely another story. But it kind of could fit like it kind of would make sense like in another version of this story that he would meet Sully maybe when he was in his 20s yeah early he's like I didn't I didn't have a problem with the age at all okay what about Mark Wahlberg as Sully that was the when that when it was announced that he was cast and then in every time yeah. they re- released images or trailers or anything leading up to this movie probably about 75 percent of the comments are Mark Wahlberg can't play Sully <laughs> Uh, so I, I have to ask, how did Mark Wahlberg do in the role of Sully? Okay, so it, it is one of the elements, I think, of the movie that works the least. I, I think that the things that work the least about the movie are, like, the opening, like, five minutes does a little bit of a clunky, uh, backstory to the character, and they kind of speed run through stuff that if you've played the game, you would, you would understand about Nate, but that kind of it's a little jarring. I think the dialogue is a little wonky because they go, ah, yes, uh, mum did, like, it's kind of, whatever. But, and then Mark Wahlberg, I think, is the other element that doesn't fully work. I I think he's pretty good. Like, I think him and Tom Holland together on screen are, have an energy to them and it does work. They, they kind of work well together. If you're looking for accuracy, like, he represents well the character of Sully, I don't, I think it just doesn't, he's, he's basically playing a character that's more similar to an older Nathan Drake. And they kind of, him and Nathan in the movie have very similar energies. Um, so it's there, you don't have that contrast in the same way that you do in the games, but. I suppose it, if the, if they progress and like Mark Wahlberg continues to play Sully and, and yeah. Tom Holland continues to play Nathan Drake, like if this movie is a success and they want to make mm-hmm. more of them. As they both get older, you know, it'll kind of make sense that they have some similar characteristics because people often take on some of the characteristics of their friends, especially mm-hmm. people that they spend a lot of time with. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, I I think that's something I could grow to 
uh, like, adjust me, to? For me, it didn't. Like, I, I don't really care when something is adapted. I don't... I'm not so, very much a stickler for things being as accurate as possible. Right, you don't want a one-to-one... Like, it's... Yeah, if it's different, it's different. Like, it's it, it has the spirit of Uncharted, and in many ways, I think it nails it. So I don't... I'm not necessarily too bothered with things that aren't the same. But the thing, the way in which it didn't completely work for me is that they were a bit too similar. You know how sometimes even Marvel movies run into this kind of thing where everyone's sense of humor is too similar to each other, mm-hmm. especially when they when you've had scenes like there were moments where Doctor Strange was on the screen with with Tony Stark and like but you want a bit more of a contrast between characters, I think. And in this, they, they kind of seemed a little too similar in that sense. So okay. It, it didn't always work. But again, the, the, it's still fun. Like, I still think Mark Wahlberg is, is kind of a fun, weird personality. And, and there are moments where he, he works well as the character. Um, but he, it, does it feel like that character from the video games? No, it doesn't. Okay. So. But that for you, that didn't take away from your ability to enjoy the movie? No, I, th- I thought it was fine. Like I, said, I didn't think it was a big deal. Uh, okay. Uh, was my point of view, I guess. So uh, you said that he has kind of a similar energy to to Nate. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you, does that mean that he doesn't have the right uh, mindset for Sully, or like did they completely no. change the character? Or because like I no, think no, of no. Sully and I think of a guy who's like, you know, a, a bit of a, a, a smartass, right? Yeah. Uh, but is also uh, charming and you know mm-hmm. friendly, and also kind of like crotchety in a way you know like like he's he's been through some stuff now i yeah, assume that yeah. with mark Wahlberg, grumpy yeah with him right? being a little younger though i, I would expect yeah. him to be a little less grumpy than yeah and i and i think there's something to be said about mark Wahlberg just looking young like <laughs> he's not that young I, I know i don't know how old mark Wahlberg is but compared to 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 tom holland i think that the age gap is pretty accurate to what it is in the games right uh, yeah, I would think so. Like it must be like twenty something years between them, so it does. It's not that. But it, but he does. He does, Mark Wahlberg is quite. You know, he seems younger than he is. So I guess they, you don't really have that contrast. Um, but he does have the general characteristic of of Sully. Like he he loves his gold. He doesn't really care if he you know uh, screws somebody over. But at the same time, he's not like somebody who just kills people easy i mean in the game the game's a little different but he's not like a villain necessarily but he's also not necessarily a great guy um and but he does have kind of a heart of gold underneath uh, and a soft spot for nathan so i mean the general characteristics of the character are there okay it's just not you know mark Wahlberg is 50 years old right now exactly so when this movie was filmed when this movie was filmed it's because it was filmed like almost like three years ago now right so he would have been 47 yeah Yeah. Uh, which would have been 23 (laughs) which coincidentally is about the right age yeah for uh sully when he first met uh nate in the games so you know you're there you know and in fact i think that this works out okay in that like in the games there's moments where you're like there's no way this 65 year old man <laughs> yeah should be doing, he's doing the things parkour. He's, yeah doing parkour <laughs> like straight up parkour climbing up cliffs yeah <laughs> you know so like you know we suspend our disbelief on that a little bit but i can picture mark Wahlberg who takes incredible care of his 
you know, body. Yeah. Uh, I can picture him doing parkour yeah, yeah, into yeah. his sixties if they do make this into a franchise. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> I could see, I could totally see it. Um, also, like another standout for me was Sophia Ali. I'm not sure if the pronunciation is correct, but she plays uh, Chloe from the Chloe, games. right? Yeah, and her and Tom Holland, I think, are the best performances in the game. In sorry, in the game, in the movie. Um, another thing that didn't quite work for me was the villains, but like the villain plot was kind of whatever. Um, but I feel the same way as most of the villain plots in in Unchar- in the Uncharted games in the first place. So I didn't. They are mind. among the weaker aspects of the games. Like yeah, it's more it's more about how they interact with the main characters and and like the main characters kind of. You know, there, there's always tension between there's tension between Nate and Chloe. There's tension between Nate and Elaine, and there's tension sometimes even between Nate and and Sully. And I think those inter and you know, of course, Sam in Uncharted Four. But I think those interactions are always more more interesting than the actual villain. And it is the same in this movie. Like I think the relationship between him and Sophia Ali is is, is fun, um, in the film. Yeah, I think with the with the villains, you want in in the Uncharted games, it's more about their energy. Uh, yeah. And and the uh, the spirit that they bring to the the, the scenes they're in, uh, so uh, Antonio Banderas plays mm-hmm. the villain in yeah. this, correct? Yes. Uh, so we you already said that you weren't like completely thrilled with the motivations. And, and... No, I mean it's 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 fine. It's it's an uncharted villain, so he's like, oh, there's the secret treasure, and I think it belongs to me, so I'm gonna pay a bunch of paramilitary people to find it for me, and. You know, I'm going to constantly be kind of close to where Nathan is, but also Nathan is kind of always a little bit of a step ahead, but then I catch up. That's the dynamic. Yeah, which is, is, is how it is in the Uncharted games too. Yeah, yeah so. and it's and I think it's completely serviceable. It's not amazing, but, you know, Antonio Banderas is always very charismatic. So yeah. even well, when he doesn't have that much to work with, I think he's he's a fun presence on screen for sure. And I would think you you wouldn't want to have your villain in an Uncharted movie be too menacing. Uh, off yeah. the bat, because like that's not what they're about. They're supposed to be quasi realistic with a supernatural yeah. flair, mm-hmm. to, to in you know in one way or another, right? Yeah. Uh, so if you make him too like crazy madman, then you know mm. then I don't think it would work, especially in a movie format. Already in the games, they get a little like you know, it's like oh they, okay, yeah, you are little... insane. <laughs> yeah, they go a little over the top, but I mean. And it is the reason why four is my favorite because it it is the more grounded of of the four games and it kind of it kind of works best for me, and also because it it kind of explores the characters and and their emotions, sorry, and their relationships a bit more than the other games for me, um, but yeah, I think I think the villain is is okay. Like it doesn't it doesn't add much to the movie, but doesn't it doesn't detract from it. Right. Uh, a whole lot so i think it's fine like the most fun part of uncharted for me at least is putting together the puzzle of finding these ancient uh you know puzzles in churches and going underground in crypts and like so that was the next thing i was gonna ask uh is the mystery of this movie solvable by the viewer well i mean it's it kind of follows the the very much the video game formula uh, so it's not like it's constantly oh uh, 
you need to find this, you find this clue and then it gets you to this place and you think the treasure is going to be here or what they're looking for is going to be here. But it's actually another but, puzzle. <laughs> but then it's another puzzle and then you find a map and then like it, it it's, you know, it it's fun. It's Indiana Jones. Okay. Which I think the most fun part, like you can't, you can't necessarily figure it out before they do, but, but it's fun to see them go through these very weird, impossible things that, you know, some pirate, hundred years hundreds of years ago is left behind like I, I always find it very entertaining so i did want to ask for some like comparison you you've obviously you mentioned indiana jones uh mm -hmm. and i also wanted to bring in national treasure uh as right. another uh have you seen have you seen is national, national treasure, treasure the one with nick cage correct yes right yeah 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 so yeah, those. Is, is that the one where he steals the constitution? He steals the constitution, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Declaration of Independence. Or the Declaration of Declaration Independence. Declaration of Independence, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's with the president that knows that that, that movie's crazy. I, I remember. So, I remember yeah, that there's, crazy. there's two National Treasure movies. One of yeah. them uh, is is the one where he, like, kidnaps the president for a little <laughs> yeah. while. <laughs> uh, so, I personally, I love they, they the National Treasure movies. Kate. They should have got Nick Cage to do Sully. That would Honestly, he probably would have been good at it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope for, for Mark Wahlberg. Uh, I, um, but so comparing to Indiana Jones and National Treasure, um, like, is this on the level of Indiana Jones? No. Like, I just, I mean, story-wise, it's a simple story, and Indiana Jones mostly are are simple, simple stories. stories. Yeah. But the, the filmmaking is just not like Steven Spielberg, especially okay. in, you know, there's, there's a level of, of filmmaking in those movies and just, just cinematic cinema. How do you want to say it? Uh, just, there's just a cinematic quality to those films. That it so doesn't it have. doesn't, it doesn't quite reach that. Like, yeah. No. So this is, I, if I could make sort of a, a, a guess, I'm going to guess it's sort of like an MCU level of cinematic quality yeah. versus a, uh, yeah. okay. It's, yeah. It's more of a modern blockbuster where sometimes you're like, oh, yeah, this could have been a bit more artful in the way that they're doing this action sequence. And Do you wish that it was? Um, I don't know. I, I define artful. It might be the wrong word, but there's a there's a mm, sort of an analog feel to action sequences in Indiana Jones. Because they were, in fact, like, actually doing, being done. Yeah, they were doing the <laughs> things that you're seeing, and and I think it just adds a level of, of I hate that word, but grittiness and realism to the film. That This this is is more of a sort of, sort of glossy, modern blockbuster. But um, especially, I, I would say especially in, in the third act, it gets a little nuts, which is something that might be expected. But it... Until then, there is also some good stunt work that they do some action sequences that are smaller, that are kind of more contained. Um, there's moments of good tension where, you know, the classic thing in Indiana Jones, there's spikes coming down from the ceiling and he has to figure out how to get out of this room. That, right. that, type, of, that type of thing they do quite well. Um, then, you know, the big third act thing is kind of dumb, but it is what so it is. So the, the next thing I wanted to ask about was the stunt work. Uh, right. You know, we we already talked about how Nathan Drake in the games, and Sully for that matter, and Chloe yeah. for that matter, all all do some incredible, incredibly physically taxing things. Mm -hmm. uh, do we get that sort of it, content I mean, in this movie? 
obviously not in the, to the same impossible degrees of the game. Like, he's not Spider-Man, whereas okay. in the games, he's kind of climbing up cliffs like it's nothing. Right. Um, but you do get some parkour, you do get some some cool action moments where he does things that he would do in the games. Um, so I, I think that stuff works. It's not, I mean, it's not as extreme, but like... It, you know how Nathan Drake is kind of... Uh, he's extremely competent, but he has moments where he's kind of bumbling around. Yes. Uh, where he like, gets hit in the head and he has to, like, figure out how to get to deal with a guy that is much larger than him, which is also a staple of Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, and that, you know, there's things like that in this movie that do work, where he has to be clever rather than the strongest character. And, you know, it, I think that stuff works. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm very excited for this movie. Like we, we mm-hmm. did our episode about our most anticipated movies, and I didn't put this on my list. Yeah. Uh, and, and but it just honestly, it just narrowly didn't make my my top three right. because I, if this movie is good, mm-hmm. and it has the potential to become a franchise, I would love that because right. I love this genre. I you know Indiana Jones, yeah. National Treasure. I love the the. They're like they're a great blend of action and detective, right? And yes, and so like that's this, that's what I'm hoping you know, for. It, it's there's something great about a movie that you know it's about finding a secret treasure in an exotic location and yeah. fly around the world and see cool shit. Like it, they don't. It, it's not a genre that has as much traction as I think as it once had, and, like, and it's always fun to see one when one is pretty good. Um, honestly, I even look at a movie like Aquaman. And yeah. the, the parts of that movie yeah. that I liked best were all the, we got to go yeah, to yeah. this place and solve this puzzle to grab this thing. And they do that a couple of times the, <laughs> in Aquaman. And those were the best parts of that movie. <laughs> the Bond movies kind of scratch that itch a little bit. But but they're more, fo- they're more kind of, you know. Fo- There's a little more subtlety, of, I think, with, yeah. the, with the Bond movies. But yeah, so like, it, it's that sort of thing. And this movie, this movie does deliver on that. So I think yeah, the locations are pretty pretty cool, and and they kind of fit the type of place that you would want to see in an Uncharted game. Uh, so yeah, I I I thought that was the best part, honestly. The the so looking for clues in in exotic locations and seeing the mystery and uh, going to these cool places that was the most fun part. You and I talk with some regularity about the harshness with which people approach. IP based movies. Yes. Um, does this movie do a good enough job that it will quell some of the naysayers uh, going in, or do we just think mm. that the internet is too far gone? <laughs> I can never look. If I'm being completely honest, I I can never. I'm I'm in this weird limbo where I cannot understand uh, super fans of things. And at the same time, I cannot understand super detractors of things where I, I don't get people who, you know, anything Marvel ever does is the best thing ever. And I don't get people who everything Marvel ever does is, is terrible because it's IP and it's destroying cinema. Like, I'm always very much in the middle where, you know, some of these movies are fucking great. Some of these, sorry for the swear word, but some of these movies are great. Some of these movies are fine and that's fine. Some of these movies maybe are not so great, but I'm never as extreme on one side or the other. Uh, on this. So I never know what to expect with this, because I, I think it's pretty good. I think if you're a fan of the game, it engages with what the games are in fun ways um, that 
you know, will make you, will put a smile on your face. I was smiling. There, there, there's some little, there's, there's one Easter egg specifically that I will not spoil that I was like, aha, I, I laughed in the theater and like the people next to me who probably didn't know the games looked at me like I was insane. Um, but for me, it was like, oh, that's so cool that they thought of doing this. Um, so I think fans of the games should enjoy this. They shouldn't expect to get like a nine out of ten best action movie. Like it, it's fine. It's a solid six point five, seven out of ten game movie, and that's okay. Um, so on, on that's for Hugo's scale. If you're familiar with how I rate things, rate things on Letterbox, it's probably going to be seven point five or eight for me. Yeah, yeah. So I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and 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 that's fine. I I think you know people. But I am scared of people just, oh, this, you know, Sully isn't exactly the same, so this is terrible. Like, I am worried that some people would go that route. Um, and I already see the critics saying, yeah. oh, this is just like a regurgitated uh, story and IP. And, you know, it is. An but that's critics. That, that, those are movie critics. And... Yeah, it's and I think I think I'm always in the middle between critics and fan fans. I don't I don't really agree with consensus fan opinions, and I and I often don't really agree with consensus critic opinions on these type of movies. So I'm I'm never sure. What the I'm kind of in the same. I kind of me. always like find myself in that middle ground. Yeah, where it's like I I appreciate that critics are being critical, and sometimes yeah. that means that they uh, detract like for things that are much that that are. They detract more than it will actually detract exactly. from my enjoyment. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the way I feel too, because I see those points. Because it is, it is, you know, we're taking one of the most famous video game IPs and doing kind of an Indiana Jones ripoff. Um, true, but also there's no Indiana Jones happening. There's no movies I mean, like Indiana I mean, Jones. There happening. is an Indiana Jones happening. Yeah, but but not it's with, not the Indiana Jones that we are used exactly. to and expect. It, <laughs> it's not a genre that happens with frequency. And it is, unfortunately, in the times that we live in, very rare that you can just do, oh, we're just doing an original adventure IP uh, that has this type of budget. Like, it, unfortunately, it doesn't happen. And this is the next best thing, is taking Uncharted and putting it on screen. And is it amazing? No, but it's fun. And I think that, that's good enough What is what, for what this is trying to be. So I have two more questions for you, Hugo. Okay. One, uh, would you say that if you are a fan of the games, if you approach it with the expectation that it's not going to be a one-to-one -one transition, will that add to your enjoyment, yes or no? I think so, yes. I think there is more for somebody who knows the games than for somebody who doesn't. Like unless you're a big fan of this genre, I don't I don't think this is a must watch for anyone. Um, uh, if you just like action, like if you really like action movies, you really like uh, you know like treasure hunting type stories, then I think you will enjoy this regardless. But it's not like something that you can't miss. Uh, but for video game for fans of the video games, I think this is this is a really fun interpretation. And so my second question is, do you think that this is good enough to start an Uncharted movie franchise. Is it good enough? I think so, yeah. Um, it, it'll depend on what um, the reception is, I suppose. You know, if, if this is, makes money at the box office, if, you know, if fans actually like it, because it might, there is, you know, as I said, there is a world in which 
all the gamers get really enraged and hate this movie and so it just gets buried in the negativity in which case maybe not but you know i think i don't okay the movie was filmed a few years ago and i'm and i'm not sure at what what you know what might have changed what tom holland's relationship to this movie to these this this character is how much he cares but i think the movie isn't isn't not setting up a sequel like it's not necessarily directly setting up sequels but it's like it's leaving oh it ends in a point where you could absolutely do sequels well i mean like look at indiana jones uh, look at national treasure like we've already talked about those two franchises they didn't end with a sequel set up in mind no no yeah which yeah, it, it kind of follows that line more so than like a modern, a lot of modern blockbusters kind of directly tease what might happen next. This one maybe doesn't, but it, it follows that same logic of the Indiana Jones or, or even James Bond for the most part, except for the Daniel Craig movies maybe, where it it ends and it's a self-contained story, but it would make complete sense to tell more self-contained stories with these characters. And I think I like that... Uh... In the same way that the games don't really set yeah. up the sequel in each game, because I like the idea that uh, Nathan Drake has these adventures. Like yeah, he, has a he bunch doesn't of he, he doesn't have an overarching adventure necessarily. I mean, I, I, obviously, four has some ties yeah. to things from the past, but it's not in those games. It's stuff you learned about in four. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, stuff that you learned about. It's like you know, from ga- games one through three for the most part. And so I like that self-contained nature. I think that does lend itself to movies very well. And I yeah. kind of, I, th- I think I'm kind of excited that they didn't directly tease a sequel, because you know that way, if they never make another one, they made this one, and you can enjoy it fully. Whereas, like, yeah. imagine if Dune didn't get yeah. the sequel greenlit after the way it ended. <laughs> that would be depressing. Yeah, that would be yeah. so sad, right? So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it, it, I think it's it, it can work as a springboard for doing more of these, or it can work as a standalone movie. Is that movie that was fun and that kind of uh, exists on its own? Did you have any other things that you wanted to touch on in our little discussion here, Hugo? Um, no, I think I, I touched all my points. Um, I hope I hope people are willing to accept a, an okay, decent movie and not get either overly enthusiastic or overly critical about it for the wrong i mean in my opinion the wrong reasons like i think i think it's okay for movies to be good and fun and yeah and not you know the best movie i'm gonna see all year like yeah okay it was fun it was a good time well so i guess that that'll do it for us here today uh i'm excited to see uncharted uh my intention is to see it next weekend when it releases uh, and I'll share with you my thoughts on that, Hugo. Uh, yep. But uh, uh, for anyone who is watching now or watching the video on demand or on YouTube later, uh, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at uh, on Letterbox at Hugo underscore Pinai, and you can find me uh, at... No, wait. Sorry. Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, Twitter is Hugo. at Hugo yeah. underscore Pinai, and you can find me at Hugo Pinai on Letterbox. Well, great. And you can find me uh, on Twitter... Twitch, Letterboxd, basically just search Good Game Grizz on any platform, and that's probably going to be me. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> uh, so please, yeah, follow, subscribe, all those wonderful things. We really appreciate that. Uh, we will be back on tomorrow with mm-hmm. our episode discussing The Lighthouse, Robert Eggers' The Lighthouse. 
uh, which is, you know, we're discussing, of course, because of one of my most anticipated movies of the year, The Northman, that is also directed by Robert Eggers. Uh, Hugo and I have already had uh, some discussion of this, and so I know that this episode is going to be very interesting because we have very different outlooks, apparently, uh, despite both uh, having generally positive <laughs> you know, opinions. Uh, so please come back, join us for that, uh, and we will see you next time. Bye.